Welcome back to the show. There's no telling where we'll go. So come and share a laugh on the Imp and Skiz podcast. Ba bum bum. Ba ba bum. The name of that song is Bad Habit by The Offspring. Yep. Did you have any? You got any bad habits yourself? Um, no, I'm perfect. <laughs> you liar. <laughs> no, as we, as we said, you know, hey, let's have a, a topic on, on habits and the power of good habits and, and the, uh, you know, how bad a bad habit could actually be for you. I was like, oh, what are my bad habits? I, I struggled. I actually struggled to think of bad habits. You know, like I was like, I don't like, like bite my nails. You know, I don't like mm-hmm. pull my hairs out or anything like that. And then I was actually, actually pull you, my hairs out. Yeah, I've seen people do that, like pluck their own eyebrows, like from stress. <laughs> right. Isn't that a thing? Yeah, that was th- there was a character in the internship, I believe it was. Remember with uh, uh, Owen Wilson and. Vince Vaughn. Uh-huh. You know yeah, I remember talking? that movie. Yeah. And that kid would pluck it. Yeah, right. Exactly. No, I see. I was, I was thinking. And I was like, oh, do I do anything like that? And then um, I realized that I had my hair was getting long and it's not now. I got a cut. And for this almost for this very reason, mm-hmm. when my hair was long and I didn't have product in it, I would constantly like play with it. Mm-hmm. And and like every once in a while, I'd like have hairs that came out in my hand because I was playing with my hair so much. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is becoming like a weird bad habit of mine. I keep playing with my hair. And so I told my wife, cut, <laughs> just cut it off because we came back from vacation. It's too hot here anyway. And I was like, I don't want long hair anymore. <laughs> so, all right. So, well, well, okay. So there's good habits. There's bad habits. There's superficial habits. You know what I mean? Like superficial bad habits, mm-hmm. like, like what you're talking about. Like maybe biting your nails or something or who really right. cares. Uh, and then there's some pretty bad ones, but, uh, so let's just let's discuss all of them. You know what I mean? And and, and I think we should cover what it is to develop good yeah. habits, right? It, it takes, um, it takes a lot of uh, effort <laughs> to develop a good habit, right? right? And actually, I think we need. Let's talk about. We're in a different location now. Yeah, like, I was gonna say. Yeah. is one of my habits that I'm never like satisfied, and every once in a while I have to change things up because here we are with like a completely different set basically. Yeah. Not completely. We're in the same room. We just like shifted which wall we're in front of. Um, but yeah, we, we changed sets. Obviously if you're watching on, on YouTube, you can see that. And the reason why was actually because we were sitting on a couch before and it was awesome. Like I, I think the set looked great, mm-hmm. but like we both realized at the end of every podcast recording that, like our legs hurt because of the way we were sitting yeah. to face each other. And I was like, what if we just sat in chairs and face each other? So we're more comfortable during these podcasts. And in order to do so, we had to kind of like shift in the room where we're at. So here well, we are. It was clutch new- because that couch is really comfortable. Just, just not for a podcast where you got to turn. It's comfortable degrees. if you're sitting forward, like yeah, yeah. you're supposed to on a couch, but that would have been kind of weird for us to have a conversation where we don't look at each other. Right. <laughs> you know what That's I mean? correct. So- That's correct. So this, and this is, uh, this new setup is, is, very apropos for this actual topic because uh, I've been in the process of developing a good habit of a, a proper workout regimen. And I don't know if you remember, but the orange theory thing, I was like committed to three a week for that's why it was my thing. And yeah. now I'm probably just, so, just so everybody, cause not everybody's from right. here and understands what orange theory is. It's a gym. It's right? a gym. Yeah. It's a gym where you wear a monitor and they, and they literally are tracking where you're at, which zone you're in and whatever. And it's, it's, it's uh we did CrossFit. For- if I put if I put one of those monitors on, if I walked into Orange Theory and I put one of those monitors on, <laughs> they would probably just call the ambulance. 
before I even start the exercise. The thing is, I've seen it before where like I was running a little bit late. So I kind of hustled out of my car to get there. And uh, I walk in and I just turn it on and a boop, I pop up on the screen. I'm like, oh, that doesn't look good. Actually, one day I had to ride my bike there. That was that was the real deal. But uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, it's, it's anybody, we did CrossFit for a long. This is very CrossFit-esque, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit different, but it's very CrossFit-esque. So anyways, uh, let's just get there faster. I have seven weeks underneath my belt and that's good, right? Now, when I started, this was, my, this was me trying to develop a, a good habit. This was me trying to put something uh, that was kind of a rinse and repeat in my life that was inherently good for me. And I wanted to be smart about it because I'm, you know, you gotta be careful. You're getting older and I sit in my chair a lot all day with my jobs. And, uh, I, if you remember, I was training for the half marathon and I, I hurt myself Mm -hmm. really bad. And so I had to drop out. And so I knew going into orange theory, I'm going to be doing, I got to take it easy. I'm not going to be doing any running for a while. I don't know if I'll ever run again. Like that's how bad it was. And I took the first month and I just did what they call power walking, which is just really high elevation on the treadmill and whatever. And you also have treadmill work and, or I'm sorry, a rower. And then there's free weights and all that. Okay. I'm going to take it easy. And I got to take it easy on my shoulders because they're bad shoulders. I got to take it easy. Well, the first month goes by and then I start to get a little bit more confidence in my, you know what, let's start to, let's jog a little bit. Let's run a little bit. Next thing I know I'm doing the whole class and I'm actually doing okay. I'm, I'm, I'm doing nice. all right. And I'm running and I'm like, I'm actually, I'm actually a runner now. I'm actually, I'm done. I'm running now. I'm going to run faster. So this was a brutal week and I really got the lead out and I'm paying for it. My knees are just smoked. You know what I mean? They are, they, my knees are killing me and I've never had any knee problems before ever. My calves are fine. Like that was what I was mostly worried about was my left calf specifically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's when you hurt when you're training for that. That's right. Yeah. But now I'm hobbling around. I'm icing them up last night and then doing that whole thing. And but I'm like, you know, this is this is this kind of this topic is perfect because developing a good habit, it's not it, it's it's easy to say it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's very easy to say it, but it takes work and it yeah. takes work that you didn't see coming, like like drawbacks and stuff. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I think I'm, I'm going to keep up with it and, and I'm going to seek out whatever bad habits I have or whatever. But for now, I'm proud of myself. I'm going to keep going. But it's it's it fits right in because it's just because you want to do it, just because on paper it sounds good. Yeah. Doesn't yeah well, let's rewind a little bit because you know, you know, I mean, we can go back to the what's stopping you and, and whatever your motivation was to even start doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, but aside from that, whatever whatever your driver was that that clicked in your brain that said, "I'm going to start working out again," um, getting to the point to where you actually put aside the time and you made sure you got to the gym. That's where the habit actually starts, right? So. What was the first step you took to make sure you were going to walk through the door of that gym day one? Very good. Uh, okay, fair. So this was the, and I think we, we covered this a little bit, but maybe not in this level of detail, but my, um, my wife, she was just like, you don't have to do orange theory, but you, you got to do something. And she's right. I said, when I sit in that chair that long is very unhealthy. So I told her, I said, you know what, when we, when we move our, you know, we go get our daughter in New York and move her back, I'm going to sign up. And so that was, that was it. That was just aim small. That was what mm-hmm. that was. We've talked about this, right? I'm just going to walk in. I'm just going to sign up. And you know what, dude, I went in on that day just to sign up. And all I did was sign up and I pulled something. I'm like, this, this gym's intense. <laughs> like I literally was just like signing my, my name on it. And like my hamstring tightened up. I'm like, this place is really rough, man. But uh, that was my first goal. And then, and yeah. then the next goal was uh, I set myself, you know, I'm going to do three times a week. And this is how I made, got myself into the habit. Because if I said, you know what, I'm going to commit 
three times a week and then I'm going to up it to do additional weightlifting. That's just too much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I said three times a week. And then even then I tell myself and I don't have to do this anymore, which is good because I've moved past it. But for the first several weeks, I was, you know, I was nervous and I was like, I'm going to go in to that building. That's what I'd say. I pull into the parking spot. I'm going to walk into that building. And then an hour from now, I'm going to walk out of that building because the classes are an hour long. Mm-hmm. That was it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to walk in that building and an hour later, I'm going to walk out of that building. That's it. That's yeah. my goal. And it turned into, I'm working out, I'm working out, I'm working out. And now my, that's not my goal anymore. My goal is to be better than I was, you know, the week before. Yeah. So we can take that, right? So you just proved that you were able to establish a new habit. It's not exactly an easy thing for anybody to do. But if you take a look at, at some of the pieces that actually went on during all that, one, your wife was, was kind of getting on you a little bit. So mm-hmm. you had an accountability partner, right? Somebody yep. that somebody that, that you kind of felt like you needed to do something for, right? Like she would have been disappointed had you not gone. And today she'd be disappointed if you quit, right? right so right. you got a, a, an accountability partner. I think that's big. Um, you made sure not to set the bar too high yeah. to overwhelm yourself. So just start small, like literally just go in the door and sign up. <laughs> yep. Like didn't even commit to, I'm going to go in the door and work out like that day, you know, and, and you didn't say I'm going to go in two hours every single day, all right. seven days for the first week. You know, you didn't get too crazy. You just kind of set the bar at a manageable, manageable pace, something that wasn't so overwhelming for you. And then, um, you got deliberate about a schedule, right? You said, I I'm going to set aside this amount of time, not overwhelming amount of time. And I'm just going to stick to it. Mm -hmm. And, and, uh, it sounded to me like you also holding yourself to not missing. I think this particular gym penalizes you for missing anyway. They do. They do. I dig it. If you, if you cancel, this is, this is the craziest thing about this dude. I, I got into this conversation with my son months before I joined and I was joking around about the idea of having a gym called serious. And I know that's so dumb, but the premise is if you don't show up X amount of times the month or whatever, we're going to cancel your membership. You know what I mean? And, and it sounds crazy because from a business standpoint, that's the dumbest thing you can do. I get it, right? The, a lot of these gyms, they thrive on a lot of people not show, They'd be in trouble if their entire clientele right. showed up. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, those gyms are like a dollar a month. That's exactly crazy. right. They, they count on the fact that there's like 500 people that don't show up that's every right. day. Yeah. That's right. And so, <laughs> and so it's like it'd be a gym where it's like you, if you don't show up or if you have this level of failure of, of attendance, we don't want you to be a part of this gym. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Until you're ready. So we're going to cancel your membership or whatever. You can come back later. But there might be a waiting list or something to that effect. Who, who knows, right? And that's what this gym, Orange Theory, has done. Gosh, we're doing it again where it sounds like I'm plugging them. I'm not sponsored by this gym at all. I just very much believe in what they're doing. Yeah. So if you don't, sh- if you cancel in under uh, eight hours from start time, then your doc, like, it's not a big deal. Your doc, like, 12 bucks or something like that. Mm-hmm. Who cares, right? But so it's not a huge deal, but it is enough for you to be like, you know what? I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to go. So when you sign up for the class, you feel, tied to it you feel committed to it and it's it's a very i've only missed one believe and it's because the night before there was a tragic event in my house you know what that was about mm-hmm. and so i did miss the, the the next day you know what i mean that was the only one i missed so they hold you accountable for it and and you just but you're right though you gotta you gotta aim small and and from an accountability standpoint not only do i have my wife but you're right i have my i have the gym too but yeah. it turns out right now i'm in a zone where i don't i don't need either I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm all in. Yeah. 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 I mean, once you get the ball rolling and the habit actually starts to become solidified into something that's been like now as part of like your daily life and actually, um, something that maybe before you were almost dreading, maybe now you look forward to it. Like, like you, because a lot of times with, with these habits, like 
they're hard just to get started. Right. And so like, I, I guess for me, like anytime I try to like get a new good habit in my life, I do a lot of the same things you, you do uh, or you did with this is, is one, I make sure that I have the time, you know, I, I may, cause I'm a very schedule oriented person, you know yeah, that, yeah. right? So like I will pinpoint on the schedule, even if I have to move some things around at this point in time, I'm going to work out, you know what I mean? And, and you know that during the pandemic, I, I built a, a gym in my house. Yep. So um, I, I want to keep using that, like to make sure I get the value out of that because we put a lot of money into it. Right. Um, and so I put on my calendar from uh, uh, 630 to 730 a.m. every day. That's my workout spot. Yeah. Like that's when I go in there. That's my hour to go in there and do that. And now I know, OK, I can afford the time. Now I just have to motivate myself to get out of bed to, to get in there. And anytime I go through and it happens, right, we go through slumps where it's like, you know, oh, I started staying up too late at night because I was binge watching some Netflix series and now I don't want to get up early. You know, am I going to sacrifice sleep for working out, which is the lesser of two evils type right. thing? You go through that and I get out of the habit. Um, and so then every time I have to like get myself back in the habit, I think, OK, well, what can I do to to actually make sure that I'm going to follow back through with the good the good habit? And it's the small things. It's like, OK, I'm going to set a bedtime for myself. And I tell my wife, like we are accountability partners all the time. I say, hey, we're not staying up past 930. Like we we don't have to fall asleep at 930, but we should be heading to bed at 930 at yeah. night so that I know I'm going to get like a, a close to seven and a half to eight hours of sleep. And I'm going to feel good and rested and want to get up to do this habit, this new habit that I want to get back. And uh, and so once we agree to that, like it's, it's kind of off to the races, I can set my alarm. Uh, I do other small things just to kind of make it more easy to to do the habit like. I think that's another thing is like when, when you're trying to get a new habit, like trying to make it as easy as possible mm -hmm. to get started. So like I'll do little stuff like set my gym clothes out at night. Yeah. Like I, I so literally when I roll out of bed and I'm, you know, rubbing my eyes and can barely see my gym clothes are in a pile right there. Yep. You know, everything I need. And I see that and I'm like, oh, I went to the trouble to set my gym clothes out. I should follow through with this. I'm not yeah. I'm way less likely to not put them on, you know what yeah. I mean? And, and I, then I go, I go in there and once I'm in there, I love it. You know I mean? Once I get on uh, the treadmill and I start doing, I, we have a tonal it's called, it's got pulley weight system and stuff. And once I get going, I, I feel great. You know, obviously working out's not, not easy, but like afterwards you're just like, Oh, okay. I did it. You yeah. know what I mean? You can feel that appreciation that they actually tackled something that's not easy to do. No, I can dig it. And, and there's, it's also worth considering that not to take, so when you develop a good habit, don't take it for granted. What I mean by that is that I'm aware that if something happened to where I had to take two weeks off or whatever, it would be very hard for me to get back into it. I've seen right. this movie a thousand times. I know what it is to have a positive regiment in my life and something derails it and I don't have the discipline to get back on track. That's just so embarrassing. So you don't, you, you can't take it for granted. You have to you have to um, recognize it for like right now I want to go. I want to be there. I want to, I'm yeah. happy for that. Right. Isn't but, that crazy how that yeah. flips? Like after you start to get familiar with your new habit, yeah. your new good habit, like mm -hmm. all of a sudden it becomes a desire. Like you get a sense of pride in it. And uh, after your first workout, you probably didn't feel like you were in shape. Like, you know what I mean? Like you got done with your worst no, workout. Not. It's not like, Oh, I, I did that workout. I'm fit again. Yeah. You know what <laughs> no, I mean? No. I did a workout. I'm, I, I lost all the weight that I wanted to lose. It doesn't right. work that way. Right. No. Like, like that, it takes a while and it takes, it takes a steady, like keeping at it before you're even going to feel it 
uh, start to pay off, yeah. see it start to see it start to pay off. So take it even longer. Right. And so, you know, that like you have to stick with it. And then eventually once you start to get there, then it feels good. Yeah. Like then you're constantly reminded of the re- reward of the effort. Right. And that's important. And that is that disposition is getting increasingly difficult in a world where quick gratification is everything. True. And we're seeing it like this is what we, our instructor used to joke about this in high school, but he was right. This was basically in high school was sort of when the internet was kind of being born. I know Mm -hmm. that it existed before that, but it's true in its true essence of what it was going to one day be. We were watching come to fruition when we were in high school and our instructor was like, the internet is ruining everything. He's, he's, and he was right, man. He's like the quick gratification is messing kids up. They're, they're losing the sight of what it is to have to go the long haul and work for something. It, I, I'm like, dude, it's fine. He's a hundred percent right. Because, and, and I'm not even a teenager anymore, but I still have the problem. I want the quick gratification too. Everybody yeah. does. So you do something like, and, and we're really, we're, we're really centering in on fitness and we want to deviate a little bit, but in terms of what it is to have a good habit, typically when you want to have a good habit, it's in, in relation to some sort of long-term positive results you want in your life. Yeah. Well, you gotta, it's going to take time. You know what I mean? And we talked a little bit about this before. It really comes down to good habits. Typically it means long-term positive results. Bad habits is typically some sort of quick gratification that you're looking for. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Like, um, let's take a bad habit let's take, uh, overeating, Mm -hmm. right? Like the second you start shoving that hamburger in your mouth, it's going to taste good. Yeah. (laughs) And you're immediately going to get that dopamine hit from the food and and whatnot. Right. And so, yeah, a bad habit, you're going to feel like right away, you know, like if you're gambling and you pull the, you know, just walking into a casino and hearing the slot machines probably kicks off a bunch of dopamine for, for gamblers. I'm not one, but I can imagine, um, it's going to feel good in that moment, but when you go home that night and realize you just dropped five grand and it, you know, and you look at your bank account the next day, that's like delayed. You're paying the price and it's delayed. You're not thinking about that in the moment, you know, as you're eating that cheeseburger or whatever, you're, you're not really thinking about what it's going to do to your health and, and maybe even the way you're going to feel directly after I like, I've done that before. I've, I, I, for whatever reason, I, I, I don't get the signals that I'm full like fast enough. And so mm-hmm. my wife is like, you just need to eat slower. You know what I mean? Like there's a reason why people use chopsticks. There, I was just right? going to say, I was going to say, I have a trick for you. Yeah. Chopsticks. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, you just need to eat slower. Well, that stems from like, you know, you know, me and how I value time and everything's got to be super efficient. Well, like even growing up, I would shove food down as fast as I could because the way it would happen is I'd always be out playing basketball with my neighbor and my mom would call me in for dinner and I would just be like, you know, pause, just pause the game. I got to go eat real quick. And I would run in and I'd eat as fast as I could. And I go back to playing basketball. Right. right. And so it became this habit of just eating super fast. Well, what that led to was uh, I don't get the signals that I'm full until way too late. Yeah. And at that point, it's too late. And I feel like garbage. You yeah. know what I mean? And so like that's where, you know, it's it's easy to kind of like have those those bad habits of, of like eating too much, yeah. eating too fast, you know, and I need to like now figure out. How can I have a good habit of slowing down my my eating habits? You yeah. know what I mean? Like chopsticks or whatever. Adopt something. Or just, you know, when I go to a restaurant, before the plate even comes out, tell them, why don't you box up half of that meal? Yeah. And just put it into the go box. I don't even want it on my plate when it comes out because I don't even want to be tempted to eat my whole plate. Right. You know what I mean? Because we know how portion sizes are here. Yeah, right? that's very like, true. Like how many times you go to a restaurant, you actually finish it. And, and if you do, usually you're, you're yeah. like, whoops. 
you know, especially if I go. So I like, so if I go to Olive Garden, which is, I almost never do, but if I go to Olive Garden, I really like the seafood Alfredo. And, um, is that the endless pasta dish? Like, no, no, do no. they still do that? I don't know if they do. I actually, okay. I don't remember them ever doing that, but I don't, I don't know. But I, there's not a, there's no dimension I'll ever live in where I'm not going to get breadsticks when I'm at, uh, Olive Garden, oh, yeah. you know, the breadsticks are amazing. They're amazing. I love the salad there. I like the breadsticks. I guess we're just reaching out for sponsors today. I know. Orange <laughs> Theory, Olive <laughs> yeah. Garden, give us a call. But I'll get the I'll get the seafood Alfredo, <laughs> and then I'll finish it. There's no need to finish it. I, first of all, I, ne- I almost never eat pasta. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's pasta. I'll finish it, and I'm. I, we go to the car to go home, and I lean a couple minutes to try <laughs> to not. Like throw up. Yeah. I mean, it's not that bad, but I get these like, oh, my wife's like, well, I don't know why you finish the whole thing. I don't know why you do that. Like, yeah. This is so good. But, <laughs> I, your but lips. yeah, but no, uh. you're right. That signal and that it, you ever, you ever stay disciplined. And I told you about what my wife and I made uh, for lunch yesterday, and it was it was like this little caprese thing with a salad, and it looked real small. We ate it. It was delicious. Was I hungry when I was done? I was for about two minutes yeah. and then uh, in minute three, I'm like, no, I feel like a million dollars right now. Yeah. So you're right. So bad habits are really about that quick gratification. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, let's just think good and good habits are the opposite. Yeah. Like you said, you yeah. know, it's like working out. You're, you're probably not going to see the benefits of what your, your new workout habit is going to have for you until maybe months from now. Yeah. You may start to see it in small ways uh, soon or if not already. But yeah, it could be, it could be months and you just have to stick with it. It's like, it's this ready. It's, it's, it's uh, this is so reductive. A bad habit is spending money. A good habit is investing money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it sounds so dumb, but when like you invest money, you're not like, woohoo. It's like, well, I mean, 20 years, that's going to pay off. You know what I mean? Right. But when you spend money, I mean, unless you're paying bills or whatever, you spend money in that moment, it just feels good to buy something, I yeah. guess. I don't know, but yeah, no, that's a, that's a typical bad habit people have too. Is is uh, splurge? Uh, what is it called? Just anytime they like they they buy stuff randomly. Like, like you know? I mean, come on, you should know what it's called. <laughs> there's a, there's an actual merchandise called impulse buy. Impulse buy, <laughs> yeah, or, or impulse buy. It's right there at the yeah. Bunch of crap you don't need right there at the cashier. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's the same thing. Is you get that instant gratification, and then a week later you're, you're like, why did I buy this? I don't even use it, and now I got to find somewhere to store it. Right. You know what I mean? Like you end up like having stuff you don't need and it's just a, a waste in the end. But right. I mean, there's there's tons of bad habits out there. And I think, um, you know, we kind of talked about ways to start to establish a good habit. That, right. So you're reading my mind. How do you kick a bad? How habit? do we kick a bad yeah. habit? So um, I think in a lot of ways that you create a good habit, you just flip it on its head to get rid of a bad habit. So let's talk about some of the things oh, like like uh, small, like sh- like like aim small. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. It. So, so some of the things to create a, a good habit was, was, you know, start small, uh, you know, get an accountability partner, make it easy, right. Try to make your habit as easy as possible. Like mm-hmm. I set my clothes out so that, uh, you know, I would see them and I didn't have to go dig for socks and stuff in the morning when I just wanted to work out, you know, yep. try to make it easier on myself. Um, try to be deliberate about it, you know, like say it in my head, I'm going to work out tomorrow, rearrange your life to, to, you know, get sleep, make it easier to get up and, and do that. I say for a bad habit, make it hard. Make it hard to have your bad habit. You know what I mean? Oh, I see. Put it out of reach. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, let's say you're an alcoholic, you know, maybe don't have beer in the fridge. Yeah. Make it so you, if you really want to drink, you have to go to the you store. You have to time. go to the store yeah. and get it and only buy enough for that night. And 
And if you're trying to kick the habit, maybe get less than what you usually get and start to, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like could be simple stuff like that. I mean, like if we stick with the alcoholic thing, um, maybe there's a trigger in your life. You know what I mean? Every time I get home from work and I take my shoes off and I sit down on the couch and I click the remote to turn the TV on, I want a beer, right? Maybe that's your trigger. I don't know. Um, change it. Don't get, when you get home, don't sit on the couch and kick your shoes off and grab your remote. Do something else, anything else. Grab a book. Yeah. Change your routine to get out of, uh, get away from whatever it is that trigger might be. Right. And now you won't, you maybe won't think about it as much. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's, I think I, I can agree with that. And, and, uh, I would venture it's probably 10 times more difficult to kick a bad habit than it is to gain a good one. Yeah, probably. You know, and that's because yeah. the bad habits, boy, they just get a hold of you. They just yeah. do it. You know, there was a, there was a study because, because quick gratification is not specific to humans. And there's, that's, there was a study where there was a, <laughs> they found the pleasure zone of the brain of a mouse or something. And they're able to hook it up to a button that the mouse could push. We well, can see how that went. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It, it it went it went as bad as it goes, right? And because he just couldn't stop, he just freaked out and could not stop pushing it until it killed him. For science, but it was <laughs> one of those things where what it is, it's a testament that when that quick gratification is available to you, we're going to have a propensity to to abuse it. Yeah, and it is becoming more and more available. DoorDash is one of the biggest ones there is. Yeah, yeah I, I will admit, like, I, I got into a very, very bad DoorDash habit. Yeah. Uh, it's food delivery service, in case you're in a different part of the world, doesn't have DoorDash, mm -hmm. uh, similar to Grubhub or Uber Eats or whatever, yep. um, where they can, yeah, you can get food brought to your door, you know, as long as you got a little bit of patience, a little bit of money, uh, you can get food brought to your door anytime you want, and we're talking any food. Like yeah. any food you want. Yeah. You want cheeseburgers and Keep French going. fries. You want the pasta. You want the pizza. That's whatever. A, that's the most beautiful part of like it. Anything you want. Which you means, desire. you know what, what Ozil's on the docket? Healthy food. Never do it. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's true. When I'm eating healthy, it's because it's something I cooked. You know, that it's the craziest thing in the world. Like right. if we do DoorDash, it's never like, well, let's make sure we get something healthy. <laughs> What is wrong with us? Oh, well, if we're going to be kind of irresponsible, let's be super exactly. irresponsible. Yeah, you just go off the rails, <laughs> right? But like during the during the pandemic, uh, we got in a bad habit of door dashing multiple times a week, yeah. like two, three times a week. Uh, and that was like normal. You know what I mean? It was like every other night. And it was like, what is going on here? And, you know, you just because it was easy, yeah. right? It was it was hard to put together uh, a meal plan and a shopping list and go to the grocery store and bring it home and meal prep and cook and all that. It's easy to pick up your phone and say, yeah, I want that. What, yeah. it, what are you in the mood for? Hey, oh, there's five of us in the house. Everybody wants something different. Hey, let's go on DoorDash. Shoot, I'll order from three different places. Who yeah. cares? Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so, you know, we, we got to that point to where... <laughs> We got to that point to where it was like, oh, man, this is really bad for multiple reasons, health wise and money wise and all that. Um, and so we said, OK, you know, we need it. We need to kick this habit. We got it. We got to kick this habit, you know, and gain and weight like crazy here. And so um, we set a boundary. We, we said we set a limit. We just, you know, me and my wife, we said, OK, um, let's start small. And we're not saying delete the app and we're never going to DoorDash again. Yeah, because that's that's going that's going a little too far. Uh, well, let's just get things started. Let's set a limit. No more than DoorDashing once a week. Let's just start there. 
And that's and I think that's what it takes to to start to kick a bad habit is just to kind of like figure out what your first step could be towards the goal. That's the aim and low thing, right? Yeah. So like when I started the the Orange Theory thing, I knew I was eventually going to want to clean up my eating. I didn't go for some huge over cleanse, but I'm like, you know, I'm not going to do any soda. That's I mean, that that's how easy is that? Pretty hard, actually. I was drinking. I was having one or two sodas every day for uh, for a couple of years there. So cutting it completely out was a little rough in the beginning, but now it's been seven weeks and I haven't had a single soda and that's, I didn't cut out a bunch of other stuff I should probably pay attention to, but I aimed low. I picked one thing and now soda is not part of my equation anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? But can't take it for granted. You know, there's a reason I don't have a soda. There's, there, there, there's a reason, you know, I, you know what I can compare it to when I used to smoke when I was younger, that was a billion years ago, but I used to smoke. And it was one of those things to where when I, I, I was never a big smoker, uh, but when it was, when I was starting to, you know, maybe talk about, you know, giving up or whatever, I played around with the idea of like smoking less and that for me, it never really took until I was just like, I'm just going to stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause that, that had to happen for So sometimes it's a, at some point you have that, uh, you know, what's stopping you moment. Yeah. Do you want it or do you really want, you know, do right. you kind of want it or do you really want it? You had to get to the point to where you really wanted it in order yeah. to finally pull the trigger. And, and, and then, you know, you, you decided to go cold Turkey, yep. you know, and that's what you needed. You know what I mean? Like everybody's different. Like yep. some people may, may want to tailor it down until, you know, wean themselves off of it or right. whatever, switch to the patches or switch to whatever and, and do it that way. Some people just, just better for them if they just, stop yeah. you right find out what works for you yeah you exactly know? so yeah. i mean it's gonna be different for everybody like how you kick your habits but uh the way that you approach it i i think is is there are some techniques like i said like if you make it harder for you yeah. you know what i mean like uh let's let's try to get things that are more relatable bad habits you know like uh i you know not me personally but i could see this happening i spent too much time on on tiktok oh, well, say social media because that, that is me then i spend too much time on social media right and because of that I am missing out with quality time with my family. Maybe I'm not uh, as willing to help with dinner. Uh, I haven't cleaned my closet like I should have by now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so yes, it's it's a bad habit because it's taking up it's taking up more time than it should be. I'm missing out on doing other things. Okay, so how do you how would you go about kicking that bad habit? Oh boy, something like that. So I'll tell you, I'll take a page out of my daughter's book. She was huge into TikTok, and we're she was on it a lot watching it and then also making tons of her own. She's, and she makes, she makes really good ones. Actually, they're actually really, really funny. Um, but she took a moment and looked at her TikTok screen time and it was pretty high. And she realized that she, it was sort of overshadowing, uh, her like homework and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so she, um, I, I don't know, I don't know if she uninstalled it or she found a way to suspend her account or whatever. She basically completely removed it from her life. And when she did that, she got, hours of her life back through the yeah. week so i think I, that's for something like that i i guess i do i don't know it's like there sometimes you gotta aim low and other times you gotta pull the pull the trigger yeah you know well, what she did was she made it hard she made it difficult you to, have get to on restart TikTok. your account yeah again. she made it difficult there to get go. on tiktok i heard a story of a guy who smart uh he he was on a time crunch to get a project done for work and uh he found himself same situation too much social media is distracting him from getting his work done uh, and this person actually had a, an assistant at work uh, that he gave his phone to his assistant and said, in the beginning of the week on Monday morning, I want you to reset every one of my social media passwords and don't tell me what you set the password to. 
And at the end of the week on Friday afternoon, when I'm leaving work, uh, you can tell me what the new password is. And then, <laughs> and so then all week long, like, like talk about cutting yourself off from like all week long, he had no social media access because his assistant reset his passwords and he was able to focus on his work only and get his work done. Now that wow. seems extreme because even at the end of the day on a Monday afternoon, when you go home or whatever, Monday yeah. night, you, you know, you just cut off still, but it was like, you know, you do what you got to do. Like if you know, you you are you have the propensity to to get sucked into something and you have no no self control and you need somebody else to step in to help you to like cut you off you know there's there's that right that's the same thing the accountability partner that we talked about yeah yeah like your wife was your accountability partner your gym is an accountability partner like have an accountability partner with cutting off bad habits you know what I mean confide in a a family member a loved one a partner whatever hey I have uh, a drinking problem you know please help me. Yeah. Please help me. Next time I tell you, you know, hey, I want you next time you go to the grocery store, can you get some beer? Say no. You know, yeah. you, you told me that you want to kick this. So I'm going to be there for you. You can count on people, you know, that you trust and that you love. So, um, you know, there's always that option, too. This is um, this is and we've talked about this a little bit just in passing. But this is like when you, me and our buddy um, from work and we all used to work together when all of us wanted to eat well remember this and we we just uh, you, you'd be up we'd be you want to talk we about won't. where we came from before you talk about where we got to where we came from what do you mean we went out to eat every single oh, lunch yeah we did we we had delicious. it down like it was like borrows which is pizza place here it's amazing uh <laughs> sponsorship please no uh taco bell Oh, Barrow's, Taco Bell, my goodness. Arby's, Barrow's, I think we hit Barrow's three times a week, uh, Taco Bell at least once or twice, and then we had a few others that we sprinkled in. We were literally eating out garbage food yeah. every single lunch, and we got to the point to where, yeah, the three of us looked at each other, and we are just like, we can't do this anymore. Right, And like, we were we working out a lot, a too. We were working out a lot, but it was like, you cannot, you cannot... Uh, you can't work out work a bad diet. You can't do it. Yeah. You know, and, and so it was like, if we want to have positive results, we have to be smarter. And so we wanted to eat better, but it was, if, if I was going to eat well one week and you guys weren't into it, well, then I'm the one who's going to cave in the same right. way around. So I remember, and I think both of you had a kind of a subtle reluctance to it. And I was like, I know how we can do this. I don't know if I want, you guys want to hear this. And I said, I, I know for a fact, this is going to work. Cause I, cause I, I know I very much know how people work. We need to be not only accountable, we need to be in a position to where I, we, the other people are failing if we fail. So <laughs> one week, I'll cook all of our food and bring it in. And then next week, Impulse, you have that week. And the week after that, our, our buddy's got that week. Like we did the whole thing. And it was kind of like, oh, I don't know. And I mean, even I, I'll be honest, even though I was very confident it would work, even I was reluctant because that's a, that's a big weight, man. But we decided to do it and it lasted for months, dude, mm -hmm. for months. Because when it was your week, there was no way you were going to let the other guys down. Right. And if it wasn't your week, somebody's taking care of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and what you're not going to do is allow the, the, their effort to go into the garbage, you know? Yeah. So it was like this perfect balance. Yeah, you made all this food for us. Okay. Yeah. How about we go to borrows instead? Exactly. No, that wasn't going to happen. We never did it. Yeah. Not once. My biggest concern with that whole thing was like making food you guys didn't like, right? Cause everybody has their own tastes yeah, in yeah. different foods and stuff. Um, but other than that, like I was like, that was my only reluctance. Yeah. I, I think towards that, I was like, Oh my gosh, what if I make something they just hate, yeah. you know? And then they're afraid to tell me like, uh, dude, yeah. this, this, this dish you made, eh? but <laughs> no, it seems I'm pretty to. sure I, I, uh, got my wife on the job and everything was fine. Yeah. 
No, it worked. We, we did it for a while there. You know what I mean? So that, that's like accountability on a whole new level. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That was it. Like, um, there's a couple things there. Like we made it, we made it easy. So now it was, it was kicking the bad. That was, that was a two in one. We're kicking the bad habit of eating bad and starting a new habit of eating good. Yeah. yeah. Right. So as far as the eating good part goes, the, the good habit, we were making it easy because two out of three weeks, you just show up and the food's there. You know what I mean? And then you got that one week where, where you were responsible for cooking for the group. And there was a sense of pride in that. You know what I mean? Like, like I remember like, yeah, like making something and being excited for you guys to try it. I got over that fear that you weren't going to like it. I started to get into it, you know? And I was like, I was like, you know, we constantly be looking for new dishes to make that were healthy and going to be super good. And then you guys would be like, heck yeah, give me that recipe. I want to have this at home. And they started to, so you start to kind of like tie that uh habit in with with a a bit of a reward as well right like seeing seeing my friends get healthier and enjoy the food that i made brought joy to me you know and so that actually made that that habit a lot easier to stick with i don't know how pleasurable experience well uh yeah well i remember i remember i don't know we just did it for many months and i think I think he was the first one to be like, I don't, I don't need to do this anymore because, because when it was your week, it was pretty taxing. It could be enjoyable, but it mm-hmm. was pretty taxing. And he been, I didn't by any stretch of the imagination expect it to last forever. Yeah. Oh, full disclosure. It actually lasted way longer than I thought it would. I thought it would be like a three, four weeks. We did it. And that was a nice experiment, but dude, it went for months yeah. and it was good. And it was good. Um, all right. What is, do you have any bad habits you'd like to kick now? Yeah, absolutely. I I, I still have a drinking problem that I developed during the pandemic. Mm. Yeah. Um, and, and I wouldn't say I wouldn't go as far as classifying myself as an alcoholic. I, I think we've had this discussion yeah. before. Um, but I do enjoy more adult beverages on average than I should. And I'd like to cut it down. Like that's 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 that. What's that? Uh, and so, yeah, it's just, and it, it became, it became more of a habit than an addiction. I think just like I said, like there's triggers, you know what I mean? Yeah. Get down at the end of the day. Whoo. I'm mentally exhausted from, you know, trying to create content all day or whatever. And it's just kind of like, I just want to veg out and, and enjoy a beverage and kind of like, whatever, like relax. You know what I mean? It was relaxing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's fun. It's fine. If you, you know, social gatherings and stuff to have a drink or two or whatever and weekends and, and stuff but like when it became like daily you know what i mean i was like oh okay maybe maybe this is something i want to look at and, and kick because it's not helping with everything else i want to do right? right like like now that bad habit of of enjoying a few extra adult beverages than i should is leading to me not getting the sleep i should and not feeling as energetic in the morning as i should to get my workouts in and then uh affecting like my my brain and the way that i i think and i work you know, kind of feel like it all, it slows me down a little bit. Mm. Like I'm not as, I'm not as astute. I'm not as with it as I used to be before I, I, I drank as much as I do now. So yeah, <laughs> that, that's, that's a big one, you know, yeah. for me. I mean, that's my main one. And, uh, that's something that I'm, I'm still working on, but like, that's my number one. Like, like uh, that's the one thing I'm after right now in my life to solve, to get rid of that bad habit specifically. And then I'll go on to the next thing, you know? Whatever it is, eat better, exercise more, but I'm going after it. Okay. Very good. All right. So then I guess I was going to, that kind of covered my next question, which was what are some good habits that you would like to get? Let's, let's take, let's step away from the kitchen for a bit. What are some good habits you'd like to get into your life? 
I want to um, be more positive. I want to I want to be more mindful. You know mm. what I mean? Like I know this sounds very woo, uh, but I would like to actually take some some more time each day to have moments of appreciation and gratitude for my life. You know what I mean? I don't take the time. Like I I, I kind of want to like come in to the office instead of going straight to the computer and checking Discord and seeing you know who I need to respond to or, or reading comments on videos. I want to come in and sit on the couch over there and just take a moment and and just think and like get get clarity on, on what it is that I'm wanting to do for the day. What is it that I want to accomplish? Uh, what is it that I'm grateful for? You know, because a lot of times it's like uh, I allow myself to get into a negative mindset of, oh, my gosh, I have all these things to do today. You know, like I vented to you one day. I was like, I'm so stressed. I have this meeting, that meeting. I got to record this. I got to collab with that. I got a hermit crap. Blah, blah. And, and, and you're like. Dude, that all sounds like amazing stuff. Yeah. But I was like saying it in a way that was very negative. Like mm-hmm. I want to, I want to get in a better habit of changing my perception of that and taking a moment to like actually appreciate everything because yeah. there's a lot to be appreciated of. You know what I mean? Like, that's a that's a good one. That's a good habit to develop. I think I could benefit from that a little bit too. You know, I I get kind of lost in the grind as well, and I, I it's crazy when I I get up and it's like. 6 15 in the morning i'm like god it's late like that, that actually goes through my head you know what i mean in regards to all the things i know i've got to tackle i'm like man it's late right now it's 6 15 in the morning why 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 am i in this ridiculous hurry i think i have i don't know i i need to pump the brakes myself and and do i think i need to do exactly what you're talking about take a minute yeah just take a minute and just just chill out man and, yep. and, and take yeah, care I, of I don't know if I'd go as far as saying, like, I'm going to come in here and meditate for 10 minutes and maybe I'll get there. You know what I mean? But again, I'm like trying to look at this in the way of like baby steps. What's the easiest thing I can do to get started on this new good habit that I want? Like, what is something I can do in less than two minutes? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Come in, sit on the couch, just have two minutes to myself. Just two minutes. I just <laughs> I just know. close my eyes or stare at the wall. Don't stress. Don't go into my office. Start reading Discord uh, and just think, what is it that I want to do today? You know, just yeah. something simple, like to just help you kind of get clarity and, and feel good about what you're about to embark on. I think that's easy enough. Yeah. Like I can afford two minutes a day to sit on the couch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sounds awesome. Yeah. And maybe it'll blossom. You know, maybe I'll start to like really appreciate it and and really start to understand this whole mindfulness thing yeah. that's this very popular right um and you know maybe i will maybe i won't maybe i'll just be happy with my 2 minutes on the couch and that'll be all my my new habit yeah. but it starts somewhere it's got to start somewhere you know and so maybe that's what i'll do i'll i'll uh i'll tell myself before i walk out of the house that i'm going to i'll be deliberate about it i'll, I'll say it out loud i'm going to sit on the couch for 2 minutes and i'll come in the office and i'll make sure i do that yeah. And the next thing you know, it'll become a habit. And I'll just do it every day. That's a good habit, man. That's a really good habit. I got to develop more good habits. What am I supposed to do? Well, you just did. I mean, you're tackling the gym. I think it's important to to really focus on one thing at a time. I think a lot of people will, they'll have that moment in their life where they realize, like, I need to make some serious change because I'm not happy with X, Y, and Z. Right. Right. And so they say, starting Monday... I'm going to, and then they start listing it off. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to eat right. I'm going to not drink. I'm going to spend more quality time with my partner. Yeah. I'm going to make sure I'm the best dad on the planet. I'm not going to watch TV anymore. <laughs> and they and they have this list of like a million things they want to change in their life. 
And then it's just way overwhelming. And they realize that that that's too big of a change at once to take on. And so I think that my advice is, is just start somewhere, pick your number one. Like I'm picking my number one. I just told you what it was. Uh, Pick your number one and just approach it in a, in a, in a very approachable way. Don't overdo it. I'm not saying I'm never going to drink again. I'm not saying that I'm saying maybe I don't drink on weekdays. Right. You know what I mean? And, and if I do, maybe limit it to one or two beers yeah. or whatever, right? Like start somewhere, start small, make it. And then again, when it comes to killing bad habits, like I said, I, I make it hard. I'm going to make it hard. I'm going to try to to not go sit on the couch and flip the remote on or whatever my trigger is. And I'm not going to be able to just like open the fridge and have unlimited a supply of beer in there. I, I'm going to have to make it hard. I'm going to have to go, if I really want it, I'm going to have to go to the store. And I'm telling my partner, I'm going to tell Mrs. Impulse, don't let me come home with four 12 packs so that we're set for the week. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know, yeah. stuff like that. That's kind of, that's kind of where my head's at right now. That's kind of my plan. And I think it's important for me to just start taking the baby steps in the direction to start to get rid of that bad habit so that I can focus on new good habits because it's kind of in the way, you yeah. know, like it's these like things, these things idea. conflict, right? It's such a good idea to, when you're trying to um, move away from a bad habit to make it hard on yourself yeah. to do that thing. I'm trying to think if there's like anything, I don't know. I don't, do I have any bad habits? No, I'm pretty, I'm outstanding. <laughs> Come on, no, no, I got it. I mean, I don't, uh, I mean, maybe I drink more than I should probably. I mean, I don't, nobody really should drink at all. So I guess by that <laughs> logic and that math, I guess I do drink more than I should, but it, it could be classified as poison, I guess. But yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and preach to everybody and tell them they, they need to stop drinking. I mean, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, actually, I will, I'm going to go back to it is that my worst habit right now is probably the DoorDash thing because in, when I am just and this is not justification, it's, it's just a little bit of insight when I start my day as early as I do and I work as long as I do. And, and, and on top of that, my workout time, I tried the morning. I, I tried to work out in the mornings. I've ever since I was younger, I it makes me sick. I just can't do it. Mm. I've done back in the days of CrossFit, right? There were like 6am classes, 7am classes. I, I just felt like I was going to throw up the whole time. I don't know what that is. I tried to do it here. Same story. Right. And I am also very confident that I'm not going to work out at five or six or 7pm because I'm just too wiped out. So I work out over lunch. That's on the days I work out, I work out over lunch and mm. that works for me. That, yeah. You know what I mean? That works for me. Well, I, that, what that means is I start my day very, very typically I'm, I, I start editing from like 6am and then when 8am rolls around is when I'm into my actual job and then I'm working, working, working and then lunch comes and I work out and then I come home and I finish up my work and then typically I stream after that. Well, when it's all said and done, I'm, that's like, tw- like f- uh, 11 to 12 straight hours of just 1000 miles an hour plus a workout was in there at one point that I am very, very wiped out. And it is so easy to do the door dash at that point. Cause I am yeah. so tired. Yeah. I am so yeah. tired. And, and, I'm, and I'm sure, you know, I, your wife's also a very hard worker. I know her, yeah. she takes on way more than she should. Yeah. And, uh, for the two of you then to reach that point at the end of the day, uh, and then have to also tack on, let's make a meal, together yep. and it only takes one it only takes one to be like no i don't want to do that and then the other one's like okay let's just order door dash yes, you know what I mean? like as much as we talk about like having a partner uh, to rely on to to uh push you in a good direction it's a lot easier it is a lot easier to just be an enabler uh, yes. of bad habits codependency right? is very real yeah yes. yeah especially with with you know that kind of stuff like oh you're right then in that moment 
the idea that you don't have to now take energy you don't have to go cook something and you could just pick up your phone and order whatever food is 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 you're desiring at that moment yep. it's just so easy to do you know and so then you just be like yeah you look at each other and you're like yeah let's just doordash like that's how that's how my doordash habit got got bad too do we we doordashed um i think we door this last week i think we doordashed I think we may have done it three nights in a row. Now that is extreme. We've that's, I don't think we've, that's ever been the case for us, but it was something just, yeah. I don't really know what happened. I don't, I don't, I don't care. But after the third one, the next morning I was said, and I told my wife, I said, listen, it's actually been kind of fun being irresponsible and with the door dashing, but it stops. And she's like, I agree. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she was on where she was like, one of us was waiting for the other person to say it. Yeah. And she's like, I absolutely agree because not only, and you know this too, not only do you end up, eating poorly it's really expensive and, oh, yeah. and, and since and because <laughs> it's a service i tip very well and no matter yeah. how expensive it is i'm just i'm an avid big tipper right and so it ends up being very very expensive it's like what are we doing we we just got all this hello fresh stuff and it's sitting in the fridge you know and so we, we <laughs> literally have good food right there healthy yes. food i shouldn't say good healthy food right there yes and, and it's, it's easier to to doordash yes i was gonna say something i'm gonna sidebar this conversation if you don't mind no go ahead you mentioned being being uh heavy into like a tip you're a good tipper yeah. right and tipping is is actually not like normal across the world i don't know if you knew this i knew that yeah. uh so my wife and I, we just went to Tahiti, actually, more specifically the island of Morea, which is just a little ferry boat ride across from Tahiti. And um, when we got there, uh, we we needed to get cash, right? And, and because they don't accept American dollars, we needed to get uh, francs. It's French Polynesian Island, so everything was like eh, in French, and, and so is their no. currency. <laughs> so it's I not what you think. I can't not. It's, Are you the candlestick for Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as we get off the plane, we go to the ATM and, and we have to get a uh, hundred and well, we got like we wanted to get like five hundred dollars in cash just to cover because we were there for a long time. Uh, and so that ended up being like 50,000 francs or something like that. I struggled with the currency conversion yeah. big time. Anyway, by the time we got the money out of the ATM, it was like really large bills, like really large to to where like I was like, oh, well, we can't give our cab driver a hundred dollar bill basically yeah you know what i mean as a tip and so i was like can we go somewhere and like get a stick of gum and break this down somehow <laughs> you know what i mean so i have money a stick of yeah, gum right one, <laughs> one stick. can i buy one piece of gum yeah and, and so anyway we didn't have time so we get in the car like so we have a driver there we, you know we, everything was arranged so as soon as we got off the plane we had the person with the sign and we can get in their car and they take us to the ferry um which was awesome we had a travel agent hook that up so we get in the we get in the van with the guy and he takes us down to the ferry and uh, you know it was that part was covered the ride was covered but I I went to get out of the car and I was like I felt awful because we had no way to tip the tip the guy yeah. and it was just like I'm so used to tipping that kind of service that I just felt terrible and so I'm like telling my wife this and she's like look I did a lot of research on this place like tipping is not a thing here like you only tip. If it's like super exceptional service. And I was like, well, even then I want to give him something, you yeah. know? And so I felt bad the entire time and like over and over again. So finally we did get some, some bills broken down. And I, I tipped like, I had a, we, we got pizza. We went out for pizza one night and uh, we had to take a taxi from the resort there. And because French is the spoken language, like there's literally like people that don't speak English. Um, but when we went to the pizza place, luckily uh, the cashier 
spoke some English, you know, not super great, but right. enough. Uh, and so at the end of, of eating, I was, I had to go up to her and say, can you get us a taxi to go back to the resort, please? Oh, and, and I, and well, I said, I, I told her we need a taxi to get back to the resort. And so she, she, she goes through things. She finds a, a number for a taxi and she's about to hand me the phone in the car and she sees, you know, this guy doesn't speak a lick of French. Yeah. Right. And she's like, do you need me to call for you? And I was like, would you please? You know what I mean? Like, Did you say we? <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> we please. Messy. Messy. Uh, uh, and so she called and she called the taxi and she said, you know, okay, it'll be here in 15 minutes. And I was like, okay, thank you. And I, and I gave her like 500 francs, which is like $5. I was like, here, this is, this is for you because you didn't have to do that. You yeah. know what I mean? And at that point, like, that's where I was like, okay, yeah, tipping is that's where it's warranted. But like, apparently like there are places in the world, if you tip, they get mad. It's like insulting. It, it's insulting. Like yeah. I think Japan was one of the places. So anyway, long tangent off completely off topic, but it was just interesting it's, it because interesting. like these are the kind of things I learned on, on this trip. I was like, I have to get over this like guilt of not tipping because it's literally, literally not a thing here. Well, you know? it's honestly, it ties in because it's kind of a habit like tipping. It's, it's, it's become a cultural habit yeah. that we're so ingrained in that. I remember it was, it was similar when I was in Ireland for work and I, it was like, they don't tip there. I, I which blows my mind. And I was like, well, I'm not going to not tip. And they're like, well, just don't tip as much. I'm like, well, I'm gonna, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, I, I yeah. can't stand this. Yeah. And I was told like 5%, if anything, you see in here, that would be, that would be deemed as really insulting. Right. You know? yeah. yeah. If you gave a waitress 5% after she waited on your table for an hour, uh, if you went into a restaurant or whatever and oh my gosh, I they would just even. be like you cheapskate. Well, and think about this dude. It's so ingrained in our culture that it's, it's actually sy systemically ingrained to where if you work a job where you are on tips, you are no longer eligible for minimum wage. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's like, so it's, it's so part of our, our system that it's become a cultural habit that, that when you go to other cultures, you, you kind of have to acclimate fast. Cause you're right. If I went to, I don't know if it's true that in Japan it's uh, frowned upon or not, but if I was in Japan, I would have a propensity to tip because that's just, I can't not do that. And I would probably end up insulting somebody uh, unknowingly, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So I yeah, don't know. That, that was way to go turning that back into the habit conversation. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, there's, there's, there's habits that we have that we don't even realize they're just subconscious. And that's, that, that's kind of one of them. Another one that I thought of was I'm gonna go back to my trip since I no, I'm freshly it. off my you trip and, enjoy and, this. Uh, and it's fresh in my head. Uh, I remember the first couple of days of my trip, uh, we didn't plan on doing a lot. Like we knew that, you know, it, it was a long flight and we'd probably have some jet lag. And, and so my wife, and she's an amazing planner. Uh, she's she's like the first couple of days I didn't plan any excursions. We're just gonna chill. We're just gonna we're gonna lay by the beach or the pool or or you know stay in our bungalow or sit on the patio, whatever. Uh, it's just gonna be completely chill. We can you know if we feel like doing something, we can. I'm not gonna. We're not you know supposed to be here and do this at this time. And I was like, oh okay. So the first day we get there, we go and we we like lay by the pool and we have like hours to wait before the room's ready. You know. Because uh, we got there early in the morning, and we're we're laying by the pool, and I was like, "This is really nice." And about fifteen minutes went by, twenty minutes went by, and I was like, "I feel like I should be doing something." Yeah. Like I have this, I have this like 
in me to feel like I always need to be doing something productive. Yep. Right. I get so it. where I literally couldn't physically do nothing. Yeah. I was sitting there and I, and like 15 minutes went by and I was like, Oh my God, I need to do something. I need to get up. I need to go. I need to do something productive. Like, what can I do? You know, I start to panic, you know what I mean? And I was like, no, don't do that, dude. You're on vacation. Like, this is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to just be here and chill and recharge. And like, this is a battery you need to shut off, like to yep. recharge. You know what I mean? Like shut the motor down. That's what we're here for. I had to tell myself that over and over again, another half an hour goes by and I'm like, Oh my God, time is going by so slow. You know what I mean? And now yeah. I'm on vacation in the most beautiful place ever. And I'm like, time's going slow and I'm upset about it. And then, I, so then I had to tell myself, no, this is what you're here for. If time goes slow, that means you're here longer. Like yeah. that's a good thing, <laughs> yeah. dude. Yeah. Like I'm literally having to have this like mental fight with my brain yep. to just do nothing. And it was hard, like really, really hard for like the first two days. And then finally... Finally, uh, we had a day where we went and, and laid by the pool and the day went by fast and I was completely calm. My brain was just off. I was calm. I, I relaxed. I listened to some audiobooks, things like that, you know, just enjoyed the time with the view and my wife and having conversation and and ordering some, you know, service by the pool and, and whatever, just like really finally unplugged and turned off that motor. And it, it was great. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> It's okay. I finally like let go of that habit of feeling like I had to always be doing something productive yeah. to allow myself. It took me multiple days before I could do that and just enjoy the time. Well, cause you get, you end up and I'm, I'm very similar to where if, if I'm just sitting there doing nothing, my brain is saying, what is failing right now? Because <laughs> you're sitting here doing nothing. Mm -hmm. And, and it's, it's hard. It's, uh, it's, it's very hard to shut off. In fact, because I mean, I've been, I think since probably, I mean, I was, when I was 14, I used to do roofing. So I, I've been, I've done a lot of working, but in terms of actually being employed where your dollar is taxed, I think I've had a total. And I mean a total since I, like I turned 16, I think I've had probably less than three months of my life altogether where I wasn't employed. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's because that's just, that's was my life. And so I just kind of got into that, that, that motion to where it was just like, I, I, I'm going to always be going. And it wasn't until my first sabbatical where we work that I was like, or where, where you used to work with me. Um, that was the first time it, like that I could remember since before I was 16. And even before that too, because I was involved in so much where I literally had nothing I had to get done. And it was so foreign to me, <laughs> but I'll tell you what, man, I adapted quick. I remember thinking I'm going to do just fine in retirement. Yeah. Like I don't have, I so I would get up and I would be like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to ride my bike. And I would ride my bike to the airport and I'd like to go to that, that, that local airport and watch the planes and stuff. And mm -hmm. I just, I, I just, it, it, I had to make a deliberate effort for it, but I, it's because I was removed from the world of you need to be getting something done. Yeah. And so I was able to do that, you know, but, but when you're not removed from that world, especially in a world like content creation. Now I have the worst of both worlds, right? Because I have the actual <laughs> job and then I have the content creation job. So it's like, there's no, there's no sanctuary uh, on any level. There's, mm -hmm. I'm always, no matter what I'm doing or where I'm at, there's always something I could be doing that fits the bill of productive, no matter what. It's why mm -hmm. I've streamed when I was on vacation. You know, there's, there's always something I can be doing. So to that end, I, I give up a lot. I give up a lot and that's not good. I got, I got to, I got to fix that, but it's hard. It's a hard habit to break. You yeah. know, it's yeah. You risk, you risk burnout, right? Like, yeah. um, 
going back to that motor analogy, right? Like, okay, we got to shut down the motor and, and give it some time, some time off and, and maybe some maintenance, whatever, yeah. right? Recharge a battery, you know, if you never do stop and it just keeps going, it's going to burn out. Like literally that's what a motor would do. If you ran it to death, it would yeah. burn itself out. Right. Um, and so our, our, our bodies and our minds are the same way. Mm-hmm. Like we, you do have to have that time. Like I, I literally had to tell myself because as, as this being my job now, content creation, that meant um, I was literally not going to get paid. It's it's a it's a double edged sword in a way because I'm paying for the vacation, yeah. and at the same time during the vacation I'm not making content that brings in money, so I'm losing money. I'm not getting paid. I'm losing money and I'm spending money all at the same time. So it's just like like there's that stress. But I had to tell myself I was like, look, I've been doing this for over ten years, and yeah, I've taken like mini vacations, five days here, whatever. Like this is this is a big thing. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell myself it's fine. Just be like, here. Like yeah, exactly. Like I did schedule some videos ahead of time, so it wasn't completely dead. But like at the same time, I was like, I'm gonna be a bit dormant for a while. Yeah. And my last Thermocraft episode at the very end of it, I'm like, I'm gonna be gone for a couple of weeks. See you guys later. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there's that there's that tendency too that that like youtubers will just disappear <laughs> and and then they come back and like sorry i needed a break and everybody's like yeah i thought you were dead the whole time thanks <laughs> you know so i was trying to at least be a little bit proactive in my message to my audience that i was going to be gone for a, a bit yeah. and but that also helped me you know what i mean like it wasn't just it wasn't just a message for them it was a message for me to say i'm going to be gone for a few weeks and that's okay yeah you know what i mean i had to tell myself that and it wasn't easy it's hard in that world, man. It yeah. just is. Yeah. But that's okay. So that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. If you're going to kick a bad habit, I like your advice there. If you're going to kick a bad habit, make it make it hard on yourself. Like mm-hmm. quite not not to kick the habit, make it hard to get back into the habit. Find a way to make it difficult. Yeah. Whether it's just uh, like like trigger aversion, whatever you want to do, that's that's good. And then for yeah. uh, trying to develop good habits, like anything else, aim small. Yeah. Aim small and and just. Get, yeah. get delivered about it. Try to get try to get an accountability partner if you can. Uh, Ooh, I like make, that one too. Make it easy. Make it easy on yourself to do the good habit. You know. Yeah. Fill your fridge with with Hello Fresh goodness. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but then then tell yourself I'm going to eat that good food next time I want to eat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like t- give yourself the message. Say it out loud if you have to. I think that's like don't underestimate the importance of saying something out loud. It yeah. sounds silly. I'm going to eat healthy food today. Yeah. Say that out Say loud, out loud though, to yourself. For some reason just like gets the brain to be like, like next time you go and that bad thought slips in your mind, like, wait a minute, I told myself out loud, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> so I don't know. There's just little tips uh, and, and tricks and, and I'm, I'm a work in progress. You're a work in progress. We don't sit here and pretend to have all the answers, but I do like to, to at least give some experience that I know has helped me in the past and things that I'm learning still. Um, if we can spread some of that, uh, that knowledge, uh, yeah. that's what we're, that's what I like being here for, you know, me too. Me too. Okay. Uh, and right now we have, we have a habit of going a little over an hour. We have, a habit, <laughs> we have a habit of caring how long we go on yeah. these podcasts because I'm pretty sure we're the only ones that are like, Oh no, it's over no, an hour. We don't care. <laughs> I don't even care a little bit, but we are, but that's, but that's it. That's, 
You got me thinking about all the things I just want to get going and like fixing in my life. It gets exciting. It gets exciting. You probably want to tackle them all at once. But like I said, one thing at a time. Yeah. Don't don't overdo it. Otherwise, you'll just throw your hands up and say, I can't do it and give up on all of it. And then boom, you're right. uh, You flip back the other way. So uh, congrats to you, dude, on your health journey with the the fitness goals and getting to the gym. Like that's inspiring. I I think it's important to uh, to have people around you that are doing the things that you want to do yeah like i want to i want to make sure that i continue my progress in the gym as well my my at home gym and just knowing that you are taking the time to go to your gym on uh you know some sort of frequent schedule gets me in the right mindset yeah i'm like dude i'm not skipping the gym skip skiz is going to the gym no problem yeah like i'm not gonna let this dude get in better shape than me (laughs) you know (laughs) no that's my competitive side that's a whole nother bad habit yeah uh but no, I mean, it's just inspiring to see. And I, I think that's maybe another little tip before we go is is like if there's something that you want to do with your habits in life, try to surround yourself there you with, go. with people that have those habits. Yeah. And, it, and, and vice versa. If there's people that have, you know, if you want to kick alcohol, uh, maybe maybe don't spend all your time with friends that do nothing but drink. Right. I'm t- that's what we talked about, but we, yeah. we touched on codependency. My, yeah. my brother had a buddy who was very unhealthy and, um, him and his wife were very unhealthy and quite literally like their, their life, their existence was a dark, dank environment where all they did was smoke and drink in a single in one house. And it just every day, like it was this downward spiral because that codependency is very real, mm-hmm. but you're always, you're waiting for the other person to, um, initiate a change and they're, it's not likely going to happen. And when they don't initiate that change, it's some sort of green light that it's okay that we're both here. Cause well, at least we're here together. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's a bad way to be, but it's, it's a reality that is yeah. uh, huge. Unfortunately, it may mean, you know, cutting people that are bad influences out of your life and, and finding, you know, and, and do like with the internet and stuff today, like there's groups even if it's, you're not in person, like there's groups, right? For everything. Yeah. Uh, go get on a Facebook group of whatever it is you want to, you want to do, yeah. you know, whether it's eating, exercising, quitting, smoking, whatever, right? Th- go, go find people that are like-minded and yeah. they'll, they'll all help encourage each other, you know, in that way. So make good habits, kick bad ones. There you go. There it is. Good luck, everybody. If, if, if that's what you're, you're wishing to do, go do it. Are you, did you do it yet? Did you do it? We'll check <laughs> We'll check up on you next week. Yeah. We're going to ask you. Uh, but let us know in the comments if you guys have any other tips that we missed. And yeah, uh, I'm, I'm always wanting to, I, I'm very big into like self-improvement. And so these kind of things, it's like, like I love hearing other people having like tips for us, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I'm, I'm and the success your, stories. We like the success love the stories. Success. It, it, yeah. I mean, they can put their failures too. Yeah, they yeah. Want. I mean, we're not going to discount Share your failures with us. It makes me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> anyway. All right. Thanks for joining us again. See you guys.